Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, everyone. It's Helen here the voice of Azu, Enola, and Laverne. Today, I'm here to tell you about Woe Begone, a podcast launched on the RQ Network. Woe Begone is a weekly horror sci-fi audio drama series about the nature of power and the implications of linear time. Woe Begone follows Mike Walters, who discovers a mysterious and violent online game. What begins as an exploration of an alternate reality game with real-life consequences quickly becomes a search for the technology that makes the game possible. Each episode has a unique soundtrack composed by creator and writer Dylan Griggs. Listen to Woe Begone, spelled woe period begone, wherever you listen to podcasts. Or check out woebegonepod.com for episodes and transcripts. Have fun, and see you later. Episode 182 of the Rustical Gaming Podcast. I'm your host and GM, Alex Newell, and with me today I have... Ben Meredith, Bryn Monroe, Lydia Nicholas, and Helen Gould. And who are you playing? Zolf Smith, Hamid Salah Harun Al-Tahan, Sal Sidebottom, and Azu. This is probably going to need bleeping. I'm full of piss and vinegar now. <laughs> you guys had an entire episode last time with one dice roll, okay? <laughs> I've hit my limits. I can't. I can't do this anymore. There's <laughs> Jones in I for ne- a fight! I need to imperil you. Like, cool. I'm, I'm jonesing hard. So that's it. I'm coming in. I'm coming in hot and heavy. None of this. We are functioning creatures with emotional needs. No, you do not. We you have none of those things. emotionally imperiled constantly for the last 182 episodes. So. Yeah. <laughs> if you can't see the flames, it's not a real fire, right? I mean, technically, only Hamid has been emotionally imperiled for the last... 182 oh, episodes. Yes, I've got a break. Oh, yeah, Zolf got a year off. Off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. yeah. Two or three episodes ago at some point, I'd, I forget exactly when, I cast Injure Elements on the whole <laughs> the party. The year was, was 20-something to something, and you cast Injure Elements. <laughs> yes, which lasts in-game 24 hours. Has it been 24 hours since I last cast Injure Elements, oh, Master yes, of the you're enjo- I am going to, for the sake of clearing house, say, yes, your Injure Elements has expired, and the your two druid friends... Ooh, that's difficult to say. Your two druid friends explicitly stated that you won't need that in order to make it down to the garden, which is your what the edge at now, and the garden itself is kind of almost balmy compared to the surrounding area. So, mm-hmm. metagame, what that means is I have not needed to tax you against shivering okay. for spell slots. So, you are arrayed at the edge of the garden with Sora and Summit Niel. You'll be heading in with Summit Niel. Sora and Summit Niel still appear kind of a little bit mm. tense. They don't appear to have necessarily managed to put all their emotional baggage to bed. Mm-hmm. Sora sort of addresses you all and is just, I will be uh, waiting up at the bluff. I, I won't be able to come in to assist you, but we wish you the best and uh, I will wait as long as I can in case there are delays 
she gives a small gesture and then backs away on foot doesn't doesn't fly off sort of backs away but does turn her back on all of you and just almost like unceremoniously just depart up the bluff (laughs) very well do you all feel settled I think we're ready excellent it is a good day for the garden the sun shines very brightly it shines well there is no uh, clouds that might interfere we we should be able to make good progress if you are careful please do not wander off you may be tempted to do so if you see something interesting or etc I encourage you not to do so you would do well to support one another through this alright good yep so McNeil starts walking into the uh, tree cover do people follow yeah. yeah. Yep. So, heading beneath the shade of the nearest tree, the first things that are like going to be obvious are the floor covering appears to be throughout fresh blue petals. Aww. Which can't technically be possible mm. because you you would get mulch. Like mm. <laughs> this is how biology works. No, it seems to be a bed of fresh blue petals throughout there's no real undergrowth to speak of there don't appear to be other plants and so on it really does just appear to be these very wide bowed trees at the start where you are at now you appear to be coming into an area that's a little bit younger and there appears to be sort of younger saplings by which i mean normal tree sized trees (laughs) however can i please get a will save specifically from you zolf sure (gasps) oh 26. You're fine. Oh, uh, is this a spell or a spell-like ability? No, it's not. Cool. You and Wild are making an extra check because all of you notice, as you sort of approach the nearest one, the root structures are almost identical to what you would expect from the blue vein sort of appearances that are laterally skin. Right. For you and Wild, you have far more visceral experience of this and yep. there's an immediate like bad no mm, bad mm. like you know like almost like a trypophobic response where it's mm. like bad very bad go away bad. Mm. Yeah. Summit Neil is actively fine and seems to be walking towards the nearest tree, but everyone else, I'm not going to get that role because you just have less experience with it. To be clear, it isn't doing anything, but it is incredibly reminiscent. And as you start walking beneath the bough, you realise that the roots between the trees appear interconnected. It doesn't appear to be a tree, plonk, another tree, plonk. You can literally trace a root Mm. from the nearest tree to another nearby tree in a way that normal trees don't work like. Like massive mushrooms. Summit Neil goes up to the tree and just runs her hand over it and sort of turns to face all of you. I can understand that you would be afraid given the maladies that sweep through your lands. This is not that. You need to understand this before we proceed. Yeah. The trees may respond, but they do not wish you ill. They They do not really wish you anything. As she runs her hand up the tree, a new small branch seems to bud out from the tree beneath her hand. Nothing huge, nothing elaborate. A very, very little small new branch buds out. She takes her hand away and then it just stays there where it is. That's very cool. Is it the same way she sort of stroked the seed the other day? Similar. Yeah, Yeah, very, very, very similar. Although, I get me a knowledge arcana, actually. For you specific, actually, a cell mm. I would allow as well because you have it from a cultural background. You, I'm afraid neither the cleric nor the paladin would have the background for no. that. Yep. 22. 
Hamid will have a higher DC because he's coming at it from a different angle. 21. So Hamid, you are less sure. Cell, you are. You have seen druid craft before. You mm-hmm. have. With the, what happened with the seed, where it was literally you know running up the finger, that's real classic druid craft. Like mm-hmm. you've seen people turn up to crops and then be like, cool, you sweep your hands across them. Now they've rooted because there was, say, bad soil before or whatever. Mm-hmm. What you're seeing here seems a little bit more nuanced than that this isn't just hey i'm using some magic to make it bloom like there's there's a bit more going on here but again this is more kind of like a a a vague law flavor Mm. thing do you all feel you can proceed without fear yeah 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 yes very well summit neil starts walking into the trees the ambient sound shifts across to feeling almost a bit more like summer insofar as before it was you know you're thinking more winds and you're thinking more again like exposed mountainside to a degree whereas now there has not been a seasonal shift because these are not seasonal trees but it almost feels that way the temperature is a bit more balmy but it's the sound of ambient trees there's even a little bit of bird song here and there nothing elaborate you're not talking like morning chorus or anything but there is life amongst the trees and as you start heading through honestly it starts to just be very pleasant. And I don't mean in a, like, ooh, everyone give me a will save. (laughs) You're walking amongst a slightly fragrant-smelling forest with a completely fresh, not leaf litter, like uh, petals beneath. And it's just very contemplative. Summit Newell, without really turning around, says, do feel free. There's, There's no need for enforced quiet. We have a walk before we reach anywhere that could be considered blighted. But many prefer the quiet. Could everyone please give me a perception check? 15. 16. 25. 30. Okay. For the 25 and 30, mm-hmm. as you're walking amongst the trees, the two of you notice, sort of slightly distant, a slightly younger again tree. If the a normal-sized tree is a sapling, we're talking something freshly planted. Mm. You think very sort of hidden beneath the petals, you might see some kind of body or similar, which is by the base of this new, Mm. very, very young sapling. But to be clear, you're talking, think like, you know, someone with the arms crossed, sort of laid at rest with the blanket of petals across. You can see that there is a form there, not who, not how they've been like shrouded or anything. But you see that slightly off distant. Yeah, as you proceed in, it, it would be very easy to forget the context and just enjoy your Mm. time here it is very contemplative and i will say now that unless anyone actively tries to speak with summit newell she will just press on she'll she'll just carry on walking but not at a forced march or anything like that just kind of striding through before we advance any further does anyone want to chase anything up or ask any questions or anything like that i think we're all right now okay fabulous in that case, then, I'm going to say that Summit Neil presses on and I would say you're working for a few hours. It is easy. Okay. There is a slight gradient because, like I said, it has a sort of natural cauldron and you seem to be walking towards the middle of that cauldron. However, although there is the odd bit of uh, rockfall, because, like I said, it's a sort of ice age geography almost, it is a very easy walk and you come to realise that there are paths moving between the trees they don't appear to be heavily worn or anything, but the petals are just slightly more depressed and there are clear roots between them. They don't appear to have a clear direction, though. They appear to be sort of wandering into interlacing and Summit Neil's route does not appear to be confusing. It, it appears to follow a broad direction, but there is no straight line here. It is sort of slightly windy, just picking whatever seems to be the most, the most direct route, but it does sort of curve around and so on. Can everyone please give me a perception check? Ooh. 
30. Oh, well, nat 20, but 30 total. Natural one. So I'm just a little bit worried that Cell's using up all their good rolls now, because that, yeah, that's 26. 28. Congratulations, Ben. You get to be the first. Yay. You hear... I'm so tempted to go Lord of the Rings with this. You hear a fell voice on the wind. You don't. It's not a fell voice. No. You hear a very quiet, gentle, pleasant voice on the wind. You do not recognise it. It doesn't appear to be speaking a language that you recognise. It appears to be a middle-aged woman's voice, something similar. You can't really discern words. It just, there appears to be a distant monologue happening amongst the trees no one else has anything like to be clear you haven't got even the hint of it i will say um i'm, I'm hearing voices is that normal summit mule stops and turns the, the garden has recognized that you are here it will recognize the other soon great <laughs> this is not a bad thing it is just a thing yeah you should you should take heart it means you have a strong spirit it has recognized you uh, Aww. great cool good <laughs> let's <laughs> Take the S- compliment, Zol. Summit Neil looks at you a moment, and Alex does an NPC role he doesn't get to do very often. Sense motive, I hope. Yeah. yeah. Summit Neil looks Zolf in the eye and, and non-aggressively just says, "Practicality will not be the solution to all your problems in this garden." <gasps> and starts walking on again. She doesn't wait for you to have a response. <laughs> I'll just, I'll just give like a shrug. <laughs> <laughs> so heading through i would say over the course of the next hour you all start to hear different voices uh in fact zolf the first voice that you hear is is replaced by a uh an older benevolent voice cell you start hearing a child's voice again these are all quite benevolent they're not really saying anything it's more like the musical quality of a voice as opposed to a message that is being imparted. Mm. And it is non-intrusive. It is very much more like you are heading through a normal park and someone's just having a, a quiet conversation to themselves a bit distantly from you. Mm. But yeah, heading through Summit Neil effectively just warns you, yeah, well, the garden now knows, recognise that all, you're all here and so on. Cool. It'd be awkward if it didn't recognise one yeah. of us. I'm, I'm imagining some of the other characters are like, yeah, I'm totally hearing voices. Yeah, what? Yeah, what What lovely voices. You know what? I, I would say that Wild actively asks what happens if you don't hear any voices someone you're momentarily concerned and then while's like no i I do i'm just you know academically (laughs) curious uh someone neil's like that's how you know the garden doesn't want you here that it's not going to accept you in that's how you know (laughs) so yeah you uh press through at some point summit neil calls for the first rest i'd say it's it's pre-lunchtime you're sort of talking late morning and just calls for people to have a sit and so on think of the garden like a high place it, it, it does you well to rest frequently and grow used to the new air oh yeah that's um that's a thing so babbles about uh, depth and being a dolphin <laughs> eventually as as you're all just sort of having a sit for a few minutes the voices die down and then pass away at which point zolf you are the first to see as you're sat you see a very very distant amongst the trees a movement between two trees. Think a vaguely humanoid shape that seems to be outlined in the petals walks from one trunk to another, but then doesn't pass the other side of the trunk. Do you see what I mean? <gasps> oh, We're in annihilation. Attention. Yes, thinking that. Ooh. Actually, yeah, yeah. If you've seen that as a reference, like that kind of thing where you see the walk behind the tree and then nothing comes out the other end apart from petals, yeah. that kind of thing. It's more like a flurry of petals takes the shape of a form that walks and then 
falls apart back into petals again. Basically, since something else said, like, yeah, this is normal, it's spooky, you know, it's Deathwoods, right? That I'll just keep paying attention, make sure nothing, like, dangerous happens, but it doesn't seem to be remarkable. I would say, eventually, as you're all sort of setting up to leave, the rest of you start noticing the a very occasional other figure. Occasionally, one will maybe be standing and observing. Sometimes they'll just be walking past. They all seem a set like a, a, a very decent distance from you so there's always a slight is that one okay no that one it no that so that was that was wind so that one is one but mm, like it's it's very ambient strangeness as opposed to something is you know approaching or anything like that with everyone's consent summit neil sort of leads you on i'm assuming you're all okay to do that Mm -hmm. in terms of can everyone please give me a sense motive 14 14 on a sense motive. As who, I'm not angry, I'm just disappointed. I know, I rolled a three. <laughs> Oof. 23. Better. 17. Cell got nine. That's kind of mid-range. That's, that's what Cell would expect. <laughs> so the dice, no. Hamid, Wild seems to be responding more to the garden than the rest of you. Things seem to be catching his eye longer. He seems more likely to be the one who stops and falls behind a little bit to see something then catches up. Not in a like, oh no, he's being drawn away. Just he, he seems significantly more engaged in a more active way rather than passive. He seems to be actively listening to a voice. He seems to be actively like gesturing to things and stuff like that. I will start to pay slightly more attention to him just to make sure he doesn't fall behind or take a step in a different direction to the, you know, not just a single step, but, you know, start heading in a different direction to the rest of us. But I'm not going to do anything apart from just pay slightly more attention. Yeah, he, he might need a gentle scooch along as he's like, one particularly just catches his eye and he just sort of gives it a calm consideration for a while, but that's about it. Yeah. So, at this stage, I would say after about another hour or so, the figures start to be more prevalent and there start to be more of them and they appear to be standing and observing so it is still these are shapes that are outlined by petals blowing through them and past them but it has gone from them passing and occasionally noticing you to observing you actively standing and sort of seeing you and watching you etc and they are increasing in number and also uh, variety whereas before it tended to be just mostly you know humanoid and so on you're starting to see some you know large shapes some small creature shapes and so on to be clear it mostly still appears to be humanoid but you are seeing a, a greater variety and they all seem to be standing at various distances and just sort of watching summit you'll summon you all a bit closer this means that the garden is now you you can expect if you are to start communicating with the garden and to start having your experience you should start expecting it from now be aware that we have a a small short distance prior to us reaching the blight proper but please be aware at this stage um do do not expect visions but be aware you may start to recognize elements or, or or people the garden means you no harm. This is a particularly clear day. This bodes very well for us. It has been a long time since there has been such a clear day and a uh, warm greeting. <laughs> but please, please be ready. Sure. All right. I would suggest we take one last uh, rest before we press on towards the blight. Hmm. Someone else sort of sits and basically enters a sort of meditative thing, at which point Wild looks around and just goes... This doesn't feel very blue veins currently, does it? No, it's 
but you know they screwed it up so that makes sense I just I don't know I feel like it's not going to be enough to know what's happened here how do I put it I didn't think it was going to be job done no 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 (laughs) what I mean is I sort of was always walking under the assumption that this was something that Edison or Tesla cooked up themselves you know but I don't know it's, it's very odd you saw those roots and everything that we've heard from now this is absolutely 100% related it's just I feel like I've been here before in a way that you died no I understand that what I'm trying to explain is when when, you know this Sol like when it it comes to the the veins there's an alien quality to it you know it there's quite a visceral response that goes with it and I don't know well we haven't we haven't entered the blight bit yet and this place is a little bit alien though I agree there's no threat to it yet as such. Wild looks a little bit confused by your statement. Is it? Well, it's blue. How it feels to me, yeah. Maybe it's a me thing. <laughs> so we'll lean in and, and sort of... Well, like, all of us are going to bring our experiences, right? And and you actually died, and, and three of us have visited the, the, the deathy space, whatever, the, the purgatory. Purgatories? Is that you might a, need a better a, name a, than Deathy Space, but I'm not sure what right now. You know, it's it was <laughs> like I've so many cultures I've been part of have different names and different shapes for it, and I get the impression that everyone's place is different. Room, maybe, yeah, yeah, like so. So we've all been there, uh, but but Hamid has not. So so perhaps we're all getting that sense of familiarity, but uh, for very natural reasons, he isn't. Maybe. Also, you can have a very, very good health-inducing potion and just add one wrong ingredient and it turns to poison. So it's very possible that this has the same thing, but if you take it, you will have an upset stomach for a significant length of time and you absolutely will not turn into a bird. (laughs) Guess the point is, Wild. What's your point? Wild gives a sort of contemplation, then turns to Yuzolf specifically and says... I think it's affecting me a little bit differently, and I don't know. Let's put it this way. I feel like if someone's going to be compromised, it might be me. Right, and I'll get a rope out of the bag and <laughs> tie myself to Wild. Wild literally offers a hand, and it's just like, that's probably a good idea. Yeah, it does seem like you've been able to see and hear things a bit clearer than the rest of us, Oscar, as we've, as we've walked through so far. Why? What have they been saying to you? Well, basically nothing. It, it's more like background noise, you know, from... When you're in a party and it's a busy Wait, no, room. So none of you have been hearing any words? Nope. Voices, but nothing I can understand. Hmm. Okay. What have they told you? Um, greetings and compliments, mostly. <laughs> oh, that's nice. I, I realise that, um, pardon the pun, in a past life, that might have been, you know, a bit of background noise to me, but I don't know. It's odd. But Oscar, you just said pardon the pun. Are you f- I don't think you are okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. But yeah, Wild Wild happily consents to basically says, yeah, that's a very good idea. Yes. Also, to be clear, uh, waist to waist, not wrist. And I am doing a real devious knot on his one. Like, I'm (laughs) trying really hard to do an incredibly difficult knot in a way where maybe we just have to cut it off because I'm not having him undoing it in a fit of, I must be over there because the sirens told me to. (laughs) Yes, yeah, yeah, that's fine. We'll all keep an eye on you, Oscar, don't worry. Mm. Maybe you should walk in the middle. Where we can all see you. Uh, that's probably a, a, a good idea. Um, 
It's a shame you can't hear them. They're saying quite lovely things. Oh. Summit Neal's just like uh, those who have already uh, passed before the veil before tend to be recognised more as a friend than as a uh, visitor. It's not cause for concern, but your precaution might be wise. Certainly, I've seen... People can get very wrapped up in the welcome. How are we feeling? Ready to progress? Yes, it's quite nice so far, actually. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to use the word anticlimactic because that feels like it's setting myself (laughs) up for some kind of climactic thing. But the the concerns I had have have not so far. Like, it's been, it's nice. It's nice. It's just, it's nice. You know, I'd, I'd really love, I would actually really love to turn into a bird and fly through. I mean, I could do a squirrel. Squirrel cell looks mournfully at the trees. It is unwise to pass through the garden too quickly. I mean, that, I'm not. I'm not going to do it. I'm just thinking about it. I'm just thinking <laughs> about it. As as you said, as a dolphin, you would not dive to the depths as quickly as you could. One should not fly through the garden as quickly as one might. I, I just mean it seems nice to explore. Is, is that true? Going in both directions. I mean, just sort of contingency planning, as it were. You did imply that there might be dangers. If if we had to escape dangers very rapidly. Would, you know, rushing out of the garden again be a bad idea for that reason? Someone you'll get another roll. Goodness me, all these NPC rolls. I don't need you guys to roll anymore. I'll just I'll just play a game at home. Oh, <laughs> yeah. no, I'm writing a novel that's based on dice. What are you talking about, Alex? You've been playing the game with yourself five <laughs> years ago. I'll tell you what, if that is the moment of realisation for me... How sad and anticlimactic that my like my dramatic irony has just failed me, and it's just like oh, <laughs> I didn't even make it to the end of the campaign. God. Yeah. Um, so Summit Neil sort of looks at you a little bit shrewdly and says, "Fleeing through the garden, I can almost guarantee you, you will have a visitation." Okay, so even in we are we are resting and we are approaching slowly that we might minimise your visitations. Even if we're leaving in an emergency, best to do it calmly, is what you're saying. Cell uh, pipes up. So, so wait. Um, we could have more visitations if we went fast. We, we'd be oh, more yes. likely to see people that we oh, yes. that we lost. If you wished for a visitation, I would suggest normally uh, you enter on your own. That uh, you take some time, perhaps sleep in the garden, or if that's not possible, go on a little jog. You know, zoom through. The quicker one moves through the garden, the more extreme the visitation is. That Perhaps that is a better way of putting it. Right. There is a difference between a quiet contemplative moment with someone you thought was long gone than a... Yeah, a crowd of people shouting at you about, about some misunderstandings. Yes. yes, this is a better way of describing it, yes. If you should wish for a visitation, no, somebody I'm else fine. looks around and no, closes really. her eyes for a moment. <laughs> Today would be a good day. Okay, let's let's deal with the clue finding and save the world, and then maybe we'll have a little, you know, lunch break to 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 jog through the trees and say goodbye again to our lost loves, all that stuff. Someone you isn't even going to have to roll for this one. Yeah, your need for a visitation means that the likelihood of one is very high. Oh, it's it's not a need. It's not a need. I'm just I'm genuinely interested in like learning as much as one can in these things. You know, it's, you know how it is. You live a long life. You end up with a lot of stories, as you say. 
Summit Neil turns and starts walking uh, deeper in again. You are still in the first half of the day and you still have at least a couple of hours before midday. You set off at like crack of dawn, so there's no worries that you're going to get caught halfway or anything like that. Just just to lay out that groundwork, because I realise that if, if I'm being vague with time, you could feel like I'm, I'm going to force you to sleep here. But yeah, you've, you've got plenty of time yet. Sure. You've very much made it clear we do not want to be there at night. <laughs> Azu's going to like pat Sel reassuringly on the shoulder. So like, oh, I know. I'm just, I'm just interested in learning. You know, uh, you've got to test the uh, what's it, the tolerances of a thing. So I'm interested hmm. in like, so if you if you go slowly and then you accelerate, would that would that mean more? <laughs> or if you if you manage to stay Cell, quickly, can you give me a will long... save? <laughs> uh, cool. Oh dear, uh, that's eight. Okay, can you also give me a perception check? <laughs> oh, natural twenty, so thirty-four. Those are the two things that Cell is bad and good at. Like, <laughs> oh, I see lots of things, but I'm absolutely unable to make a firm decision about which one to grab. I may have accidentally uh, generated something that's really quite bespoke to your weaknesses here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And your strengths in a bad way. That's fine. So as you're moving through and sort of discussing these things, mm. suddenly from nowhere, mm. you sell specifically... Mm. have an overwhelming sense and then the scent mm. of your once husband. Uh, so it'll just pivots and on And I a, mean, yeah, yeah, suddenly, yeah. Yeah, from yeah, yeah. nowhere, it's quite like, whoomph. It's as if they were suddenly right next to you and it just hits you like a ton of bricks. Yeah, It's, it, all, it's almost disturbing because mm. it has such an emotional impact mm. from zero to 100. It's very potent. <sighs> Uh, so pivots on their foot and is just like looking into the trees and uh, Yuko, 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 Yuko. None of you discern anything. Wild, however, immediately turn to look in the same direction. Uh, yeah, like and is is has clearly picked up on it as well. Yeah, so so doesn't once they don't see anyone, they just take a second to breathe hmm. and then smile, and then I I got stuff to do, but you know if you got a moment. It'd be, be, be good to say hi. Hmm. Boy, boys are doing okay, you know. Uh, I think both Summit Newell and uh, Wild smile. So is looking up into the forest canopy, and all like all around, but not with like that death. Not expecting to see something, you know, when someone's like looking around. Yeah, yeah. And it's not like, where is the thing? It's just like, I don't want to miss something, but I'm pretty sure that's not what this is about. And just turns and, and continues walking. I might say that, as, wait, as we're walking along, Cell will be talking quietly as though Yuko were there, like as if yeah, you're yeah. having a nice conversation, as if that person is there. But weirdly, although they're not expecting a response, they're not doing their usual talk about an interesting thing until they almost like cycle themselves into a like it's it's not yeah, yeah. oh my gosh, have you seen this and you've seen this? It's more like a, you know, you're having a conversation and you're just not really having breaks and just talking about yeah. what's been going on. The kind sure. of talk to a grave. Yeah, it, pretty much that, yeah. 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 You know? In which case then, could Everyone, please give me a will save and perception check as a pair. Oh, okay, will save. 33 on the will save, 29 on the perception check. 18 on the will save, 28 on the perception check. Will 29, 
Perception 26. Do you want me to roll for Skrark? Oh, yes, please. Uh, Skrark gets also 18 on Will and 29 on Perception. Okay, yeah, so all of you then, as you are pressing along, you basically all have a far more reined-in version of Cell's experience. If Cell's experience was what we were talking about, where it's like, whoomph, Mm. all in one go yours is a far more gradual and measured and it isn't overwhelming for cell it was you know very overwhelming it was a little Mm. bit like an emotional slap to the face yours is very much more as you're walking you can't help but suddenly feel like someone stepped in to walk beside you yeah i don't mean that you hear anything it's just that feeling of someone near you for all of you they are familiar presences that carry comfort with them For each of you, as you're walking, you have no reason. It's not like you're hit by a scent or a sound or anything like that. But you get a strong feeling that it is a specific person. Zolf, your brother. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Comforting present. (laughs) (laughs) To be clear, it feels benevolent. Like, it actively feels benevolent. It's not like you're just going, oh, that's nice. Like, it feels like someone is in your corner. That's the best way I can describe it. (laughs) Sure. Hamid, Aziza. Aww. Yep. And Azu, oh, you get Grizzop. <gasps> <gasps> Azu automatically looks down into the side. Yeah. <laughs> there's no one there, there's no petals, there's nothing. To be clear, it's a very gentle, gradual thing where you're like, who is that? Gentle and gradual doesn't sound like Yeah, Grizzop. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's on your shoulders. Thunk. Maybe that's why it caught you by surprise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what? In fact, I'd be happy to say that it's uh, upon the shoulders rather than walking beside. Whatever's more comfy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but a very strong feeling of basically just benevolent companionship. Oh. Oh. And he was in a wood as well. Oh. <laughs> Summit Neil stops, turns and looks at all of you. This bodes very well. It is unusual for this kind of collective experience. So I am deeply ashen-faced. Oh, no! (laughs) Super benevolent! Roll this dice, by the way. Okay. As far as Summit Neil's concerned, you should all be really happy and assumes you are. (laughs) (laughs) Summit Neil gestures. From here, the blight. This may be the last of our pleasant experiences. Do you understand? (laughs) Sounds like... Oh, this was the pleasant bit. Yeah. <laughs> I'll actually mentally be telling Ferran to go away. <laughs> Dang, burn! Well, because if, if he's going to turn nasty... Yeah. Mm, okay, fair, fair, fair. <laughs> you know what? I think I'm going to take a break there, just before we, before we head into this. Lots to unpack there, but yeah, we'll be back in a couple of minutes. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi everyone, it's Helen here, the voice of Azu, Enola, and Laverne. Today I'm here to tell you about the Hyacinth Disaster, a thrilling sci-fi podcast that recently launched on the RQ Network. The Hyacinth Disaster is a sci-fi found footage podcast which follows the events of the worst and most cataclysmic disaster of 2151 AD. In the future of the Hyacinth disaster, Mars and the moons of Jupiter have been colonised, and between them lies 150 million resource-rich asteroids. A dozen super corporations compete beyond the reach of civilised law, battling for these incalculable resources. Beneath them, a thousand contract mining crews struggle to prosper, despite the best efforts of their employers. All of this sets the scene of what leads to the Hyacinth disaster. Search for the Hyacinth disaster wherever you listen to your podcasts or visit www.rustyquill.com for more information. Have fun and see you later. And welcome back. So, you all continue to step forward. The presences remain a little while longer. Then for the first time since you've entered the woods, a particularly cold breeze pushes through from ahead from where you're walking to it seems to sweep away some of the petals underneath your feet revealing what appears to be just the bare roots as they were but they're dimmer and the presences that are either beside or upon you or whatever you suddenly realise as the gust passes that they feel like they've been blown away as well so I was in the middle of saying I met a very cute humour oh oh (laughs) Hamid was uh, humming the aria from one of uh the operas he saw as he's performing and he just stops mid you know mid song oh, yeah. oh. Zolf oh. lets out a relieved sigh <laughs> oh god oh, man. it's a brisk wind and it passes again and you know then as it does so like you know the the, the uh, animal bird song dies away and the, and the trees give the rustle and then then it seems to sort of reassert itself and return but the presences don't come with it mm. and as you all continue on, it starts to get quieter. You start to hear less the sound of the gentle susurration of leaves and slightly more the creaking of bare branches. It's a very gradual transition. I would say at this point you're hitting maybe maybe half an hour off midday, let's say, something like that. And yeah, the, the branches themselves, you start to hear that wood movement and so on. And the, the lurid blues give way to paler pastel blues and get paler and paler till soon you start seeing bare branches as opposed to the petals and there is a sudden flurry off to one side and for a brief moment the petals take a form that's neither humanoid nor comforting yeah but then it's passed it's gone there's nothing there it isn't like a perception check thing it was just what is oh it's nothing okay (laughs) summit neil takes a moment and stops and says 
we, we are entering the blight now. Um, if before any truths and visitations you may have had were, will have been benevolent from here, be careful. There is a last thing I need to explain to you. Uh-uh. I believe that certain creatures are likely to have taken residence at the center of the blight. I don't know if these are creatures that need slaying, if they can be slain, if, what, what their purpose is. The reasons we have approached in the day is that they will not be able to act directly upon you as they would in the night. But I caution you all, tread lightly, tread carefully. You are here to observe. Only react if, if you are a- attacked or harmed. Got it. Please, please do not proactively act. You are more likely to create a problem than solve one. Good advice. Um, what about preparatory spells? Should we, or will that is that more likely to cause adverse reactions? Uh, it is an oversimplification to see this as a magical effect. Do as you will. Okay. I, 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 I see no reason it may cause harm, but if you have any protections you are able to make, you are wise to suggest doing them now. So we'll probably ask something like... So how long do you think it'll be until we get to the, 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 the blight area, the kind of, the, the danger stuff, the, you know, I mean, more more danger than... At our current pace, perhaps 20 minutes. All right. Hamid casts Mage Armor upon himself and casts Heroism upon Skrark. Oh. Ooh, good call. Any other prep that people want? Everyone ready to press on? Yeah, the only thing that Azu does is, you know, maybe have her hands on her, like around her axe or yeah, ready that, to no, that's fine. You axe. can be you can be like battle ready if you know what I mean. Yeah. So it's not like you're going do do boop doop do 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 everything's fine. Like yeah, battle ready's fine to say as a thing. Okay. Summit Newell, uh after you've sort of done all your preparations, turns to all of you and says one last thing. The blight seems to have worsened since last I was here. Ooh. I will tell you now, if something that looks like a plant moves against you Please uh, feel free to defend yourself. That would, that is not the garden. That is something else. Uh, Summit Newell seems more concerned than she was on the approach looking around. Got it. Very well. Summit Newell starts moving and is now moving cautiously, slower, wary, and so on. Meanwhile, for free, you can all tell, Wild seems to have had quite the change of heart on the situation. Whereas before, this was all just hunky-dory. Isn't this brilliant? Wild seems especially concerned, has gone quite pale, appears to be trembling slightly, and is looking around, clearly heavily affected in a way the rest of you aren't yet, or maybe not be able to, but is quite disturbed by what's around him, apparently. Okay, I think, seeing how scared people are, and and given the timing, Cell's going to actually take their mutagen. So I'm going to choose a thing where it's minus to charisma and plus to constitution, doing it that way around, uh, and then I get to pick a couple of animal traits so they're going to get wings and flying because uh, flying is cool uh, and also uh, going to take scent so that means that cell smells uh, a cell can smell <laughs> yeah so cell is now going around with their uh, big fangs in their mouth uh, big teeth <laughs> do you warn summit you know? no i don't think so like, because they've already said that they can do this it's fine summit you know, is completely unconcerned it's just like oh, nice. yeah like but but they we when we were discussing um what's it flying they already said I can transform and I can fly but only for so long so they have discussed transformations you get a look yeah. that can be surmised as hmm nice fang work 
thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. And they are my favourite teeth. I grew them myself. All of you press on, battle ready, and with this increasing brisk wind. The wind does grow actively brisk at this point. What's left of the petals are browning around you. There is more bare roots beneath. Yeah, there's no mistaking that you're you're amongst the blight now. There's a moment where the uh, petals, well, the remains of the petals are blown in a flurry, taking just a, a horrendous shape. It's really hard to make out what it is, and it lingers too long before disappearing. Uh-oh. It does disappear, but it hangs around, and it has more limbs than it should, and uh. more than one torso, and then it's gone again. <laughs> and as you're walking, Summit Neil gets slower and slower. Wild starts actively sort of quivering. Oh, no! And then just starts whispering under his breath. It's fine, everyone. Um, I don't know by what, but we're being hunted. We're definitely being hunted. Okay. Summit Neil turns to all of you and just gives a slight nod, but keeps going. I will drop back to be walking, like, next to Wild, and I'll um, sort of reach up and just squeeze his shoulder. Aww. Everyone, please give me a will save. <laughs> I mean, aren't you connected to Wild by the waist anyway? Mm. Yes. So that's if he runs off, but I can still give him a but he, Yeah, but it's, yeah, I think he's got more than, say, like half a foot of rope and they're not sort of like doop, boop, 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 boop together. <laughs> this is our get-along rope. Cell rolled an 18, which is yay, because there's no, they've got no will bonus, so that's just that's just what they've got. That's, that's okay. That's good. We're doing good. Not going to just immediately die, probably. Hmm. Maybe. Who knows? Oh, no, wait, I get plus three. Sorry. So 18, 21. 24. 21. 20 from Hamid and 23 from Skrark. <gasps> Cell, we're playing with the big boys now. We've got a, we got a respectable will save. All of you simultaneously feel a voice basically right in the centre of your head. Uh, For any of you who've experienced telepathic communication before, very much this kind of thing. It feels actively different to what was happening in the forest Mm -hmm. earlier. That was very much more like the outside is there and you can choose to engage. Mm -hmm. This is inserted. Mm -hmm. This appears in your head. And for all of you, you're not suddenly able to hear each other's thoughts, but all of you hear the same thing very powerfully stated in the centre of your head. It's your fault. I say something very rude back in my head. Did did everyone... Did ever, I, I see you all... I see you all... fault. I, I see you all, all flinching. your fault. To, I'm, all your fault. All your fault. Are you hearing, are you hearing a voice yep. say that it's all yes. your... Yes. Right. Yep. All, all your... Oh, it's all... It's all no, is it it's, saying it's yep. all my fault or all yeah, your my, fault? My fault yeah. too. Yeah, my it's... fault. Okay, okay. Great, great. Okay, cool. It's it's cool. not it's right. not our fault. I mean, no, we don't not. know. This we don't know what it is. I mean, I've Sal. Yep. Sal, this is an obviously malevolent presence which is trying to ruin our spirit. So let's not give it the time of day. I mean, we did hear that the the forest doesn't lie. So Ooh. I mean, but what mm-hmm. it is, you know, us exactly. hearing the voice yes. is our fault because we've walked no, no. into the garden. So Sumat- it's fine. Yes. Fine. No, Sumat- Sumatniel said that the forest doesn't lie, but this is not the forest. This is the blight. It is a right. completely individual thing. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And hey, maybe it's telling you a good thing is your fault. Hmm? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Everyone's having a lovely time, and it's down to me. I'll be honest. It does not sound like it's a good thing. (laughs) Summit Neil turns to all of you and just dead eye stares all of you. There is nothing of value to be learnt from this. Yep. Do not seek lessons where there are none. Yep. 
Okay. Wilde has stopped shivering. In a in a bad or a good way. Yeah. Everyone give me a sense motive. Cool. Oh, no. I am rolling like balls today. Okay. <laughs> 14. 22 from Hamid, 16 from Skrark. 21. Incredible stuff from Cell, 4. Cell uh, <laughs> wow. isn't even really sure who is who at this point. <laughs> Hamid and Zolf, which actually scans. You have rarely seen Wild actually angry because he tends to keep a lid on it. Ooh. Something seems to have happened and Wild seems to have transmogrified from fear to incandescent decent rage. Excellent. Uh, he isn't yelling, he has gone very, very still, and he is beyond furious. I, I will give him a, a, a calming but also supportive pat on the shoulder, being like, yep, good, good job, solid response. <laughs> same, same hat, big mood. <laughs> Wilde's fingers start twitching a little bit, and then he starts, he sort of closes his eyes and he starts humming a little bit. It's not a jaunty tune or anything like that. It's more like a, a harmony, more like a you know a sustained note and so on. And he suddenly starts to outline in gold. Ooh. He starts to hum louder and then opens his mouth and it's it's more like a sustained tone. It's more like a ha rather than a, a lilting song or anything like that. And you see that gold sweep out to the rest of you centrally from Wild and start outlining you all. I am going to just mechanically tell you what's happening because I can't be bothered tracking all of the maths. However, you are all now gaining a plus three bonus when I ask you for will saves from now on. Nice. And a plus three bonus on attack and weapon damage rolls. Good lord. Uh, All right. Yeah, that's uh, that's doubled Cell's will (laughs) bonus. So that's... uh... Genuinely a big deal. Thanks, Bards. Wild is sort of sustaining this, and it is just, again, it's just a series of sort of harmonised humming or lightly sung notes. It's not echoing out over the forest or anything, but it is being actively sustained as opposed to sort of cast once and then it's done. And he, he he's doing it from a place of potent anger, but it does, it does seem to stretch to all of you. The voice comes in again. All your fault. So much death. So much pain. All your fault. Could everyone please give me a fresh will save can, with the... Um, can I roll a will save edition? as a human person against your incredibly <laughs> creepy voice? <laughs> I would like to not be intimidated. Alex, I, I only rolled a two. Twenty. Jesus. You absolutely... I finally rolled half decently, so that's 31. I rolled an 18, so Cell has 24. 18 total from Skrark. Hamid rolled a natural one, so has a total of 13. Okay. Oh, dear. Who's familiar with their fear Wait, this is a fear effect, isn't it? I get plus two versus fear, so I have a total of 15. Oh, I'm grief-filled, 22. <laughs> oh, you're already in the clear, but yes, you are grief-filled, Ben. I uh, don't think I forgot that. So what did you get, Hamid? 15 total, but it was a natural one. I'm going to punish you for it being a natural one. Fair. Skrark will also be affected, as is, interestingly, Summit Niel. Oh, no. Wait, Skrark got 20 total. Too many different floating bonuses. Interestingly enough, I have two people who failed, which is Summit Newell, of all people, and you, Hamid. 
you are now shaken. <gasps> Specifically, you are taking a minus two penalty. So I'm stacking all of these That's penalties right. and bonuses <laughs> up and down. You'll want a piece of paper. You're now taking a minus two penalty on attack roll, saving throws, skill checks, and ability checks. Um, you are all so... If you are going to be subject, like I'll just tell you this mechanically because it's easier. If you get hit by this again, you will enter the frightened state, which is worse again. Enter the fright zone. <laughs> At which point, strap yourselves in. Are you ready? <gasps> yeah. Could you roll me? I'm so happy. I can't believe I got it back here. It's been so long. Oh, I've got the shakes. Can I get an an, initi- an initiative roll? Can Yay! I get an initiative roll from people for an actual fight in an RPG? Please, please, can I get your initiative rolls? Oh, oh, natural 20, 25. Oh, big start. Hammond also rolled a natural 20. <laughs> for a total of? Well, assuming the shaken applies to it, 26. It does, I'm afraid. Yeah, I, I believe it does. Okie doke. My streak continues. I rolled a three. Give me initiative six. Oof. Cell's got 23. 15 for Skrark. I'm also real sorry to bring this up, but can I just check that my auras are passive and not active? Like, are they, do I have them they always? Are, they, no, they are passive. Yeah, yeah, you've always got them on. Okay, Aura. then you should all know that you do have plus four morale bonus on saving throws against fear effects. Oh, well, there we go. Since I have aura of courage. Because paladins are super cool. What would that have boosted you to, Hamid? A natural one, but a 19. Yeah, A, that wouldn't have been enough. And B, uh, Summit Neil rolled that poorly that she'd have fallen foul of it anyway. So we're fine. Everything's fine. Initiative is rolled. We have Summit Neil is shaken, as is Hamid. The first indicator you have that combat is going to be starting is the sound of s- almost sleigh bells all around. God, it's even <gasps> It starts very, very small and then increases in the ringing and there is the sound of distant but approaching sleigh bells in all directions. It's Krampus. <laughs> there is then an absolutely deafening telepathic message effectively which just says at which point the roots all around you spring into the air as if in all directions as far as you can see throwing up a flurry of desiccated petals and snow which has been slowly working its way back in rude goodness and at that point i think i'll end the episode and i'm sure it'll all work itself out next time <laughs> yay oh boy oh guys, boy guys combat actual combat <laughs> actual combat well not quite yet and stuff oh god don't take this away from me, Ben. We rolled Don't for take initiative. This away from me. Yeah, I rolled for it's initiative. I'm still got the shaken effect from Alex's voice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so happy. I'm so happy. Right. I, I'm going to have to wrap it up there. Okay. But yes, good. Combat. Yes. Pain. Misery. Death. Good. All is back as it should be. I'm so happy. Well, yay. Thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye. 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 Rusty Cool Gaming is a podcast. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. 
Let's get this dinner party started. Hello all, it's Helen here, the voice of Azu from Rusty Quill Gaming and the host and director of Enthusiasm. Today, I'm here to tell you about The Program. The Program audio series is a science fiction anthology podcast set in a world where money, state and God are fused into a single entity. Every episode is a standalone story featuring ordinary people inhabiting this extraordinary world. And for them, it's not the future that is terrifying, but our present. The programme is sometimes funny, sometimes poignant, but it is always smart. Find out more about the programme at www.rustyquill.com or www.programaudioseries.com or search for The Programme Audio Series wherever you listen to your podcasts. Have fun! And enjoy the episode. Cast distributed by Rusty Quill and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 4.0 International License. Today's episode was directed by Alexander J. Newell and produced by Hannah Preisinger. To subscribe, buy merchandise, or join our Patreon, visit RustyQuill.com. Rate and review us online, tweet us at the Rusty Quill, visit us on Facebook, or email us via mail at RustyQuill.com. Join our community on the Discord or via Reddit at r slash RustyQuill. Thanks for listening. Inspector Gadget do <laughs> Stop not helping <laughs> So many things I need time, to get right and now gadget. all I can think of is bloody Inspector Gadget. <laughs> Sorry. We are being yeah, we are being harangued Helen's by Scar, aren't we? Faults. Yeah. <laughs>